Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. I am your host, Bill Krieger, and it is another Well-Being Wednesday. And today we're going to talk about COVID-19. Now, if you follow any of this on the news, many times we hear about people who get COVID-19 and then pass away from it. Uh, But today, I want to talk to someone who had COVID-19 and survived it and is here to talk about it. So, Carl, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get this conversation started. Uh, Thanks, Bill. Appreciate uh, appreciate this time. Um, Yeah, I I am a manager currently uh, with gas distribution, and uh, I've been in operations primarily my whole career. So, um, first off, I'd like to just extend my thoughts and prayers to those who have lost loved ones uh, with this COVID virus. Um, And also to those within the company that have contracted the virus that maybe even at this time you're still battling um, symptoms. Uh, So just want to extend my encouragement to those that are, you know, still battling this COVID. No, absolutely. It's It's a great thought. So, you know, my journey with COVID, it really started with the temperature. I just had a temperature, typically don't don't get temperatures, um, high temperatures, but in this situation, I had a temperature for over five days and then I decided to just go to the hospital and didn't have any real other symptoms. And then uh, I was sent home, was was not tested, but within within actually five days, because I was 10 days after I left the hospital, I started getting pretty weak. Um, it was difficult to just get up and move around and then started having some respiratory issues that um, really kind of drove me back to the hospital, which I'm glad I went back because at that time my oxygen level was pretty low. Uh, they were contemplating putting me on a ventilator um didn't end up having to go on a ventilator thank god um you know those individuals don't have the opportunity to text and call and um and respond right so i um just went on oxygen um and from there i was in the hospital for seven days and just being taken care of by a great staff of caregivers so i was pretty blessed to have uh individuals that you could tell they loved their jobs and they just did a great job taking care of me. Well, that's excellent. So how did it, how did it feel? Um, did you, like when you first went to the hospital with the fever and came home, um, did you kind of have an inkling that you had COVID-19? I mean, was that, I, I got to imagine that was kind of on your mind. Yeah, I say so. I say that, um, Obviously, with everything in the news and the numbers were, you know, going up at the time, you know, that's all you think about if you're sick. So um, just being that I had a temperature for so long and just a couple other minor uh, things that were going on. Yeah, that was really in my mind. Uh, But definitely when I started having a difficult time breathing, um, I knew at that time I needed to get back to the hospital. Well, I'll be I'll be honest. I was, uh, you know, trying to hold out. But uh, I think the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. 
So <laughs> my wife drove me, really, just you need to go. So I'm glad I did. Glad I, I listened to that voice and um, went ahead and went back to the hospital. So right away they knew, right even before testing me, that I had uh, contracted it. So then, you know, the test proved positive. Yep. And so it sounds like you're a little bit like me and a little bit like a lot of my friends. Like, unless I'm bleeding, I'm not really, really going to go to see the doctor or go to the hospital. Yeah. So would you would you recommend, though, now kind of looking back that uh, that, that if people feel like they're having these symptoms that they should contact their doctor then? Absolutely, Bill. I would say that you will find, um, and I haven't looked at this statistically, but you'll find that some that have passed away probably waited too late. Uh, some may have never made it to the hospital. So I would say definitely, if you're having all of the symptoms, especially now, the testing has gone up. And so most people that go are being tested. So I would say, yeah, if you have those symptoms, don't hold out you know, get to a hospital and, and make sure that, um, you know, you're being taken care of. Because for me, if I would have waited just hours longer or another day is what I was looking to do, see if I can sleep through it through the night. But if I had waited one more day, who knows what the outcome could have been for me? I may have been placed on a, a ventilator. So, um, yeah, definitely. I would encourage anyone to make sure that they get themselves taken care of quickly when you have the symptoms. Now, did this, uh, I know that it impacted your family and the fact that you weren't there, but did anyone else in your family um, contract the virus as a result? No, great question, because I, my encouragement to those around me, I mean, these would, this would be coworkers, is that I did all of the right things um, I would say after a family party, early on in March, we had a family party and it was right when, you know, everyone started social distancing, social distancing. Um, and I may have came in contact with someone that was sick there, but, but after that, um, started really social distancing. Um, I had a, a meeting I had to go to on a Friday, like four days prior to having any symptoms and kept our social distance. Um, I came in contact with my dad that day, same day, and my mom, who are elderly, and they have some underlying issues, so kept the distance, and no one around me contracted the virus. So I say it is so important that we keep following those guidelines, even through um, the state opening back up certain businesses and I think if we continue to follow the guidelines and just use the wisdom that makes sense, I think that's really going to help us, uh, you know, flatten the curve. Excellent. So just to just to kind of recap, you were you probably were at least in the beginning stages of COVID-19 when you had all these different social interactions, but you followed those guidelines and that really um, that really did help prevent others from getting it. Because, I mean, uh, you know, visiting your parents and, and having a, a, a meeting at work and then to know that no one else contracted it, that's, I mean, that says a lot for just following that simple guideline. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I say that's the testament to, you know, having it and then having no one around me contract it. So especially my mom and dad, I mean, that was my main concern is that, you know, was my mom and dad going to end up with it? But um, they're both doing very well. Um, kind of hard to keep my dad behind closed doors, but he's been doing a fabulous job with it. So, um, no, I'm very grateful that no one, especially no co-workers, um, contracted the virus around me. All right. Well, excellent. Hey, I, I do want to say thanks for coming on and sharing your story. I think it's it's inspirational that, um, you know, um, that people will get COVID-19 um, and they will have differing degrees of, of the illness um, and uh, that people do recover from it, uh, such as yourself. It's good to see you. You're looking good. Um, so we'll go ahead and close out the, the podcast, but I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you if there's anything else uh, that you wanted to say uh, before we end it. Well, you know, I will say this that there's something that really helped me throughout, especially being in the hospital. There's a proverb, 1814, I believe, that says that the spirit of a person will sustain them in sickness. You know, but who can bear a broken spirit? Well, I, I really took focus off of myself and all of the caregivers that were coming in. I had the opportunity to encourage them. Uh, they were going through things that I wasn't going through mentally. Um, not being able to see their families. Uh, so I took that opportunity and just poured into them and just had a great time with those caregivers and took the focus off myself. I would say that helped me um, really recover faster in that situation. And, and this I know, we will come out of this shelter place and we'll come out of it stronger with more care for others, you know, our families, friends, coworkers, because I think this time of uh, being sheltered is really doing something to all of us. So the 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 love and appreciation that I experienced from um, not just my family, um, but my CE family was just outstanding during that time. So very much appreciate that. Thank you so much, Carl, for sharing your story with us and giving us a different perspective on COVID-19. And thanks to the audience for joining in. Please remember, if you'd like to listen to previous podcasts, to check us out on iTunes under Me, You, Us, A Wellbeing Podcast. Be sure and join us next week when we will talk about the pillar of mental health with Karen Gallagher from the Michigan Wellness Institute.